Welcome to the Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Hani Rambod. I'm here with my co-host, Austin, and we have two young guns in here with us today. We have someone who I worked with last year, David Butler, and someone a little bit new, but not that new, Matt Komisar. Um, guys, welcome to the Truth Podcast. I know that this is your first time, Matt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we brought in the young guns, right? We call it the young guns. Um, Matt, how old are you? 19. 19. Wow. <laughs> so like, to be 19 days. again. Ah, to be 19, to be 19 again. again. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that long and, ago. And, and David, uh, David is your elder now because he's 20. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. So David, as uh, most of you know who follow the podcast, David did the Natural Ohio. I don't even know if it's called the Natural Ohio because they have a couple different. David Lieberman has a couple Dave of different Dave Lieberman's Natural Ohio. David Lieberman's natural David Lieberman's. Ohio. Of course, mm-hmm. we got to throw it in there. Yeah. It's almost like Joe Weider's Mr. Olympia. Yeah. N- then now the full it's full title in there. <laughs> the full title <laughs> yeah. in there. And you won the, God, how many classes did we end up doing? We did four. Damn. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Four. So you did classic and you did, um, you did classic, you did bodybuilding mm-hmm. and you did teen. And I believe, did you do, op- you did open? Or I did teen and I did true novice. Well, true novice. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wellness. Yeah. Well, <laughs> some bikini in there. Uh, it was a great show, though. It was a stack show. I was there. It was pretty, uh, it was a pretty insane, but it was a lot of fun to watch for your first one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah, Matt, Matt when was your last show? So I actually did Lieberman's show um, oh. in April, the Natural Ohio. Okay. This year. This past year. Right. Yeah. So just for those of you that don't know, Dave's got a couple of different NPC shows. And the one that you ended up doing was how long ago? How many months? Uh, a couple, a little over a year ago. Oh, so you did the one about a year ago? Yeah, we did it in the same year. I did the April one, then he was October, I think. Right, and now you're still a teenager until when? Uh, next February. Until next February. Oh wow! So you got some time. Oh, All right, right. Mm-hmm. there you go. So, what show are you going to do next? Um, as of right now, I would like to go back and do the Lieberman show again next April and uh, see like same what, one. Yes, what improvements I've made since then. So. So you wouldn't we'll be see. able to do teen anymore? No, I'd do Got overall. It. Okay. But there's another teen, there's a natural show in, what is it, October, the one we were talking about? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But not, you're not going to do that one? I would I would do it. I just, I have some off-season goals that I will kind of want to get to before I assess like, okay, am I ready to do a show again? Got it. So tell us a little bit about you because I definitely like to get some of the pictures, get them superimposed in this. Yeah. So- the the whole point of this podcast is that we went down a road when we moved here. I, I moved to Virginia from California here and my family and met David at the gym. And I said, oh, this guy's got some decent arms. <laughs> now he gets his chest and his arm and the rest of his body, you know, to catch up. Yeah. You, you know, do pretty well. And then at first we were just talking about training and then eventually you had the itch to be able to compete. Yeah. Now you guys both are kind of in the same boat. Do you guys train together at all? Or we do. We, we actually last night. Yeah, last night we did back together. Okay, so I got to talk to you about the shirts because it's just <laughs> of course you guys, what, what's going on? I mean, I, I love the Evagen love, but did you guys tell each other what you're wearing? No, no. This was literally coordinated last night, uh, not on purpose. But he asked me. He said, "What shirt are you going to wear to the uh, podcast?" And I told him, "I just go uh, black and white, keep it simple." And uh, he showed up with a black and white Evagen <laughs> shirt. I didn't know what to wear. So I like, I'm going to make some white and black. Yeah. So that way we can create. Or the reflections one, the one that's inverse. So you guys could sit next to each other and be pretty much a mirror, a mirror image. Yeah. Do you guys, but how often do you guys train? Uh, I would say like maybe like once or twice a month. 
Something like that. Yeah, and then it's funny when we do YouTube videos together too, and we end up wearing the same thing almost every single time yeah. during the YouTube videos. Yeah, like but it's not unintentional. No. Unintentional. You guys like somewhat in the weight, same weight category. Like, where are you guys at weight wise right now? I'm about one ninety five. Yeah. One ninety five too. Okay. Yeah. And, and okay, because <laughs> you're about five ten. Yeah. Okay. So Matt, how how are you? Five ten. <laughs> Hold on. This gets even free. The, like the, the similarities because we both yeah. did Lieberman show, and then I mean we both like same hair kind of. We come down and like he's doing the same show. Um, I mean, we both are sponsored by Eva Jen. Like, hold on, there's one more thing. What's the other thing? Don't tell me it's a girl. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, that'd be horrible. That'd be horrible. Maybe it could be have been twins. Twins, right? You guys got to find the twins. What's something that you just started yesterday, Matt? Oh, we both work at AR now. Wow. Oh, you work at AR now? I just got a job there. Yeah. Oh, okay. What are you doing there? Uh, what would you say my position is? He's my boss. <laughs> you are, you're the boss. Yeah, yeah I'm the manager. Shit. Yeah, he's the front desk sales associate. Clean toilets okay. and things you know, like that. Who's stronger? Works. Who's stronger? You know what? His we have different parts. So his back is stronger. My chest is stronger. Kind of evens out. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There yeah. you go. We're like very. But close. you guys haven't competed against each other. No. No. Not yet. Not dun, yet. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Interesting. The Stay natural. Tuned. The natural Bopsy twins. Yeah. So. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We talked about it. We talked about it last night. We've been talking about, you know, possibly doing a show in October, but you have a lot of personal stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. And you're you're actually doing really well. I saw the last uh, update that you sent over to me and, and you're growing. So there's going to be some pictures that are superimposed okay. of, of you in your living room. And by the way, in, I, in love, <laughs> I, love, I, I, I love the tribute to Evagen up on your, oh, on your cabinet. Do you have a flag up there? No, 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 no. I have an entire collection from just this past year of all my empty isoject tubs on oh, top of my cabinets. Lining the top yeah, there. Awesome. So, so where the cabinets are, he's got this graveyard. Of just Evagen isoject <laughs> bottles that are just all the way across. You got to like, add up how many grams of protein that is in the last year from just uh, too many to count. But, and, but there's three much? dudes in this apartment, so we're just learning through protein. Is it all of you guys, or is that just your stuff? Yeah, and then they well they end up using my stack, so I'll just keep it on the counter, and then you know I I just, just disappears. Yeah, it disappears. Half yeah. my tub is gone. Yeah. <laughs> it evaporates. It's like in college. I, had, I used to have a college roommate that used to like come over there and pour water in the milk. And then just like, cause when you drink my milk and then he would turn around and like, <laughs> it's like, why is my milk transparent? I thought people, usually, <laughs> I thought people did that with, I thought people like put a little Sharpie marker in there I, in I thought people did that with liquor, not with, with Oh milk. man, we would do it with <laughs> everything, everything. Things would it's be a bodybuilding version. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like what's going on with my milk, man? And just like, yeah. cause yeah, you got a little so, bro house going on then essentially. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They, just, they, they, they don't, they don't take. They used to work at, they used to work at, they used to, they used to, yeah, they're doing marketing things now, but, uh, they still work out on a regular basis. Right. And that's Bryson. Bryson and AK. Okay. Okay. That's right. That's right. AKS and 47. That's a good nickname. That's a solid nickname. That's how you remember his name. I know. Yeah. That's, that's funny. But, uh, so are you planning on staying there or what's up? No. Have you thought about that? Yeah. So they're actually going to be moving to downtown Dallas. Okay. And I'm going to be moving to Las Colinas. So I'm going to get my own place. Nice. Could be a little bit cleaner. Moving up Uh, in the world. A little cleaner. (laughs) A little cleaner. So you're like the very anal type, right? Like you're yeah, I'm OCD. OCD about like just making sure everything yep. is super clean. Needs to be clean. Right. Yeah. My car is like pristine, but then the I walk in the apartment. And then AK brought a cat home and I was oh, like, what are we doing? A cat? <laughs> yeah. Litter box and stuff. Moshi. I can't I can't I can't do that. That's why I never had roommates. I could mm-hmm. never do it's the difficult. whole yeah. yeah, just messy dealing with somebody else's dishes and all that stuff. Can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. Nice. That's it. So now you're gonna go ahead and and 
you're gonna live alone or live alone i thought you guys were moving in together no <laughs> you know depends on if you're really clean or not that's the big the so, big tell so here's the funny thing you're we always joke around right mm-hmm. when we were doing prep last year we talked about how you're like the we call you like tom holland the spider-man yeah kind of you know marvel universe uh knockoff knockoff <laughs> the one from the Wish. jack jack tom holland there you go jack Buff tom holland yeah. <laughs> hashtag use that matt what who people who do people think that you look like I've heard like a bunch of different actors. I've heard Brad Pitt, DiCaprio, Zac Efron, like just all good comparisons. Yeah, laundry list yeah. of people. <laughs> He's like <laughs> only only all the models. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get like Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> I look like you know an older version of Robert De Niro. Yeah, <laughs> Al Pacino. I mean, eighty-two. Which, by the way, shout out to Al Pacino. Um, he just had a baby at eighty-two year old. Wow, He's eighty-two years old. His, his girl is 29 and his girl. Yeah. Well, we can talk a little bit wow. about this guys. What do you think? 82. He's 82. His girl's 29. And I believe she either had the baby or she's about to have a baby this month. And Robert De Niro, same thing. He's yeah. 78, 79, I believe. And I think he just had a baby. So what do you guys think of that? Like That's scary. <laughs> i think they're in competition because they've you know they've done so many yeah, movies together yeah. and they're like wow you got a hot girl that's young well so do i yeah well i got a baby well, do so they have it. any other babies they have other kids from other women that, yeah but this is that to me is irresponsible though to who personally to i who? think it's because i think that like you're you're setting up the kid to be, mm-hmm. pretty much be in a single like a single mother household yeah you're not gonna be around for like the, well, well yeah he's gonna be a hundred when he she, when he's 18 Right. If you make it to a hundred, but most people don't make it to a hundred. Right. So it's like, so you're pretty much guaranteeing that the kid's going to be like fatherless at like eight. I mean, you make enough money to like provide for the kid for like the rest of their yeah, life. But yeah, but not having a father. Just, yeah, not, most no, kids not, don't no, need the not, money. Yeah. No, but it's like not having that. It's that father figure exactly. present is going to be like the difficult. Yeah, part. but you got to remember in history, there's been a lot of times where these older guys that had money. Well, oh yeah, kings they didn't have money either. <laughs> they would have a lot of. Things. But like, yeah, kings, people of status, power, other things would still do that and stuff. But well, I think I think like... Al Pacino's got the king money. <laughs> yeah, I guess the kid can just grow up watching the movies. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just like, look, Dad, look what I got. It's just like, on the TV yes, screen. And this, yeah, and and you you just turned thirteen, and you're going to watch Heat. You know, <laughs> yeah, Which exactly. you guys probably don't even know. I've never movie. even watched that. No. Oh, a lot of good movie. movies. A lot of really such good a good movie. Such yeah. a good movie. I don't know. That's kind of a little. That's a little bit weird to me i don't know but i didn't know that al pacino did was having the same because i saw that uh de niro was having a kid at that old but like yeah no just 82 and i think it's either the baby just got born or it was um it's going to be she's about to have the baby this month i believe yeah because i was gonna say she's 29 that's young she's 29 and then she's also from what i understand i can't remember her name but from what i understand She was, mm-hmm. she used to be with a billion, another billionaire. No. <laughs> oh my and then, yeah. So it was like, okay, yeah, I went to this billionaire. Now I got to get to like, you know, the Academy Award winning actor. Yeah. I got to like check the box. It's a punch you, card. You, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's exactly it. I mean, you know what? Do whatever you want. But it's just to me, that's kind of like, yeah, you're set up the kid to not have a dad. So it's a little tough. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, get this figured out you know, before you're in. And speaking, and speaking of that too, <laughs> talking about Leonardo DiCaprio, another thing in the, you know, talking about little current affairs, mm-hmm. um, Leonardo DiCaprio hanging out with his girl's ex boyfriend, uh, Tom Brady. So Tom Brady. Wait, he's with that woman. So no, you know his 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 girl that he just yeah, broke up yeah, with, yeah, Giselle. Yeah, yeah. I think it's her name, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, her ex boyfriend is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. They were together for five years. 
before. And now they're hanging out in Sardinia on vacation together with like 10 other friends. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It is very that's weird. Really weird. But out there, everything's all crossed. I like how this is turning into TMZ. Yeah. Well, I got it. You know, I got the young guns here. We're going to do a little TMZ update with the, uh, with, I mean, these guys haven't even seen heat. I don't know. Have you seen heat? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I grew up Whoa. on a lot of older stuff. So I'm, I'm younger, but I grew up with a lot of very, very old pop culture, mu music movies, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Very, yeah. Heat. You guys got to watch heat. Really good movie. They're both actually in it. Robert De Niro and one's a cop and the other's the rock. There's your homework. Okay. Watch and heat. The, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. There's a <laughs> lot of really good actors in that. One of the best um, bank robbery scenes. I've heard a few ever. people have said you were kind of like a young Tom Cruise. Young Tom yeah, Cruise. No, I don't say, I would say young, you know, like Brad Pitt. I would definitely say closer to Brad Pitt mm. than Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise has got a little bit, especially when his, you know, younger days. You always get Joe Rogan. Yes. I, I, I don't know why. Bald guy with a podcast. I don't know. Bald guy with a podcast. But he doesn't have a goatee. He doesn't have a goatee. We'll get you so, a Spotify deal. Yeah. 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 God. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take, I'm already in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So have you guys been in talks for another show? Not yet. I didn't know about that. We're going to be working on just his off season is actually going really, really well. So we're going to basically work on that. So the whole point of what's happening right now is that he's moved out of the teens, right? And as of right now, I want to talk a little bit about natural bodybuilding because okay. th that's kind of how this whole thing started. And for those that you didn't know or haven't gone back and watched any of the other episodes from um, last year, what we did was we we met at the gym and then we started working out together a little bit, doing some sessions. And I think we did legs was our first workout together. Yeah, it was off camera. Yeah. This was our very first one. Because yeah. his, his training was the thing that was pretty rough, right? Yeah, Let's just say it. It yes. was meaning like yeah. his great genetics, all that stuff. But yeah, like I remember watching the first few Those workouts. Days. And yeah, and he went through some just you. You weren't really activating your chest. You mm -hmm. weren't really actually like training properly. That was yeah. one of the biggest things that his biomechanics helped. were off. Yeah, uh, you know, so his biomechanics were off, and his mind muscle connection didn't like you said. It, his, he had really good genetics. You still obviously do. It's not like that your genetics go away in your arms. But when you have really good arms, you tend to not always have a really good back because you pull with your arms when you're doing all of your, mm -hmm. all your back movements. Mm -hmm. And what happens is you end up focusing so much on just trying to move the weight instead of feel the weight in the muscle group that you're trying to focus on. Yep. You end up creating a just bigger arms. Mm -hmm. You're doing like a really heavy curl. Yeah. <laughs> Two arm days yeah. a week now, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And so that being said, when we went back and we started working on that, it, it made a huge difference. Yeah. Your body started really coming together. Your legs started to get better outer sweep. Your back got thicker. Your back double bicep looks much, much better than it ever has. Your chest is starting to grow. Your shoulders. Um, you had an imbalance and mm -hmm. now you're balanced. You're definitely, your delts are balanced out much, much better than they've ever been. And your chest is starting to grow to catch up with your arms. So that's the other thing about it. But, um, but I haven't seen Matt compete. So when you competed, how did you do? So I did six different categories for my first one. I did um, the teen, true novice, and overall for men's physique and classic. And then for men's physique, I got second in teen and then fourth in true novice and overall. And then for classic, I got um, first in teen and true novice and then third overall. And then I got a most promising award, like in addition to that. Local Let's bring oh, your mic a little closer. There you go. And there then you I got, go. Yeah. So I got like an additional award. Okay. So when you were doing all of those, did you have someone coaching you or were you kind of working on your, by yourself? I had a coach at the time. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like a family friend who agreed to help out. Okay. It's my first time. And so what uh, do you feel like you needed to improve on after you looked at your pictures? 
Um, definitely just, I had pretty decent legs, like, and a good back I needed to bring up and I still do like chest, shoulders, arms. Mm -hmm. Can't, I mean, you can always get better calves too. So <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So when you guys work out together, is it very competitive? Because I mean, mostly guys that train together, like when you saw Hottie and, and Seabum, yeah. it, it, they're both pushing pretty good amount of weight because I don't think Hottie was ready for Seabum to be as strong as he is. Mm -hmm. So pushing, pushing the weight. Do you guys, when you guys push each other, do you feel like ever, you know, you have to either do more reps than the other person does, or do you feel like it's just kind of like you're just in your own space? Oh, a hundred percent. I don't think either of us ever go below the weight the other person I did. Think, no, it's always like this game of like, someone will suggest doing something really hard and then the other person will have like too much pride to be like, no, let's not. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we're just like, okay. And then we just like, it just keeps like compounding. Well, we you guys don't are like one up each other though. Well, you're about a year apart. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're older by a year. Yeah. And you're the same height, you're the same weight. Yeah. The crazy thing about it is it's not like, you know, if somebody's a lot heavier, you can always be like, he's strong, you know, he's stronger because he's 30 mm -hmm. pounds heavier or, you know, he's a lot taller, bigger, bigger frame. You can always just kind of, but you can't really come up with an excuse for any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I or he's always older than me. He's got more muscle maturity than me. You're like, well, no, he's only like a year older than me. I feel so like not. we need to open that up to like the comments and see if anybody has some ideas for like challenges we can do because you guys are so close with so many metrics yeah. of like putting you guys through a few things, whether it's eating, training, whatever. You know what I think would really help? And I just thought of this. This is nothing that I, you know, really put a lot of attention into until this point because I just thought about it. The lifts are great because the lifts that that competition will help push each other. Mm -hmm. But what you should do is we should start putting each other's updates. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, kind of see like tracking the progress and who's making more progress. That's right. In certain who's areas. making more progress in certain areas? Yeah. What what strengths and weaknesses are? And then be able, and maybe what we'll do is we'll mm. do check ins here, and then we'll go ahead and talk about the check ins here. So what we'll do is we'll set up a time, like let's say however, however many weeks yeah. for the next set of pictures. And we're going to say, and then maybe we'll have the audience vote of who made the most Let's put the pressure on. No, and even it would be dope. Potentially we could do the same show. Yeah. Who knows? The April 1. <laughs> there you go. So let me ask you guys this. I'm assuming both of you, I, I know you've been at Lifetime Drug Free. Yeah. Have you, are you Lifetime Drug Free? Mm -hmm. Okay. So is it something where you just decided, hey, look, I want to stay drug-free because of a b and c i mean what are the reasons behind you staying clean because so many people nowadays with the trend twins and all these people that i keep yeah. hearing about that kind of i don't want to say advocate but it draws people to the dark side <laughs> you know not to cut matt off but he gets off a lot easier with the natty question than i did <laughs> you're saying i look well, nattier than you yeah. <laughs> he, said, he said i got i got a uh, interrogated <laughs> well because when you committed for me to work with you right right, right. it was a big difference right <laughs> so i'm i'm taking matt for his word and i'll be honest i mean he does look natural mm -hmm. and no offense yeah. but it's just you know he does where with you i'm like yeah there's a little bit of question there and i'm like okay let's just make sure we define natural <laughs> yeah, because nowadays no people are like no natural. some people no. will be like oh i'm natural i'm just on test right now and oh, i'm like right, right. or i'm just taking that's it's not, not even the test it's like yeah. oh I'm, I'm natural but i'm taking peptides yeah or i'm natural i'm taking SARMs, or i'm natural and i'm you know taking just natural gh 
Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah. it is, whatever it is that they've justified because some guy in the gym that's selling them whatever it is that they're yeah. buying yeah. has justified to them that it's quote unquote natural. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to really, really clarify that because I had my reputation writing on it. 100%. So I'm like, okay, you're going to go do a drug tested show. If you come back and you piss dirty, I'm going to be turning around. I'm going to be one pissed mofo. Right. Like, I'm just going to say motherfucker because I, who cares? He asked it's me like, for my pee like, backstage. Oh, and yeah. I said, no, I'm joking. I'm joking, everybody. I'm joking. <laughs> that's <Awesome. enough>. really quick. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. No, it's uh, uh, I remember the one thing that actually the one thing that made me be like, "Dang, okay, this is really impressive." It was your glutes on stage. Mm-hmm. That was the one the thing that absolutely nobody else on the entire st- and that's what Hottie has. That's what Derek has. That's mm-hmm. like it's always the most impressive thing. Right? Is the glute just cuts were insane? Like just you know totally. Hetero to hetero, your glutes were like cheese graters. And so when seeing that on a natural stage, I was like, that is the big difference. Yeah, David Lieberman called me about it. He's like, oh yeah? Yeah, because (laughs) many, many, many years ago, there was a competitor that I worked with out here and same situation happened and he did the show, this was about 10 or 15 years ago. And he went over and he ended up winning the overall and everything. Mm -hmm. But the minute he went to go check in, they're like, he doesn't look natural. And I say, like, he's natural, but he wasn't lifetime drug free. He turned around mm. and I think he was like maybe three or seven, I'm sorry, between three and four years he was clean. And he ended up doing the drug test. He passed the drug test. But there was a question because of how good he was that I, same thing. I got a phone call and they're like, dude, are you sure he's going to pass the drug test? I said, yeah, he has been the clean for this many years. Um, you know, he has taken stuff in the past, but again, this is not a lifetime drug free show. Right. It's a, drug-free pee in, in, in the cup. And and honestly, like people would always say, oh, I'm sure there's fine, you know, there's ways Hani could turn around and create a some kind of system or some kind of protocol to go around. For me, that would be like me keeping you in teens for the next three or four years, mm-hmm. right? Giving you a fake ID. It's, it's really bullshit, especially because I come from a natural bodybuilding background. I personally only competed in drug-free shows, even though I know that there's a lot of people that I competed against that were not drug-free because- John Lindsay with the Ironman Naturally, when he, I was competing in that show, it was, it was, it was, a, it wasn't like what David Lieberman does in terms of the drug testing and all that. The pro, you know, the, and so I know I was drug free. I was lifetime drug free. Yeah. You know, you can see the videos of me somewhere yep. on YouTube and you'll see I'm, I'm much, much softer than both of you guys because I was very, very o- overtrained and under eight mm-hmm. because I coached myself and I felt like I was super, super conservative with the amount of food I took in. And I would just. You wanted over- your conditioning to be on point. Yeah, but it just made my conditioning worse because right. my legs were, had so much inflammation. Um, I think my first show, second show, my upper body was pretty, really, really tight. But as I kind of started to overtrain, over cardio, I mean, I was doing two hours of cardio a day. Um, I would do too many uh too many years between shows, not mm. months, but years between shows. Cause I would do a show every other year. And then that was a big mistake I made. So a lot of the things that I, the mistakes I made were because I just didn't have the consistency. The best I ever looked was when I did back to back years when I competed in the 98, 99 and I looked my best, but I still didn't look like you guys did because I just overtrained under eight. I really under eight, mm-hmm. you know, I'd probably do 1200, 1400 calories and, I'll be honest, maybe even closer, less than a thousand. And it was just my body just, I would shut my own metabolism down and overcook the cardio and 
obviously there's no anabolics or anything like that to help with any of that stuff <laughs> where if you people don't realize what anabolics do is they create a they create a um an ability to fix fuck ups and your 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 body can less likely to overtrain your body I and mean, now if you really go bad then obviously your body's gonna look yeah. like shit yeah. mm -hmm. but um if you under eat if by a little bit there's a fudge factor that it creates where you can be a little bit not perfect with your program you'll still retain some muscle and you'll mm -hmm. retain muscle exactly mm -hmm. when you are natural yeah that's ain't going right up the window you got to have it really really dialed in i actually have two mm -hmm. questions on that topic one sure. i don't know how much detail you want to go into on these mm -hmm. but like if how long would somebody have to come off before a show like that to actually still be clean in a test? Well, it's really hard to say because depending on what kind of tests they're, yeah. they're doing, uh, st you know, half-lives of certain compounds are very, very long, mm -hmm. right? Like, let's say an androlone. Mm -hmm. Androlone has a very, very long half-life. But you also have things that you don't consider long half-life that could also still Just stay, in your, stay in your system, even though they're water-based, like mm -hmm. Winstrol, right? Because it can, you know... But like the way ballpark, it breaks down. we talking months, oh. we talking... It's hard to say. That's yeah. why I don't have to worry about it because I never had to go around it. Yeah. Because I just tell people, stay your lane, stay, you know, stay yeah. at least clean for a year or two. Yeah. And then make sure that you are, if you're going to take shit, take shit. But well, don't, don't try to, you know, be like, oh, I took stuff three or four months ago. Let me try to get it quickly out of my system. Yeah. All that is just such bullshit. It's well, my just, second question on like, that is like, if somebody has taken stuff, like you mentioned the guy mm -hmm. way in the past, do you... Like, though you've come off of stuff for years, do you think you're still going to be reaping benefits that they were so far in the past? 100%. Like 100%. 100%. Someone who is lifetime drug-free yeah. is not going to have the edge of somebody who's taking drugs for years mm -hmm. and stopped. Because um, I, I think, I uh, think personally, like you? when I, who got a phone going off? Yeah, <laughs> he's is got it in the bag over there. You better go turn off your phone, man. Your alarm. I think is that your food alarm? Is it time to eat another meal? Is that or he's got to go and uh, like tan his face? Time to eat another meal. Because <laughs> I, I do, I do feel like I saw a few folks in that show that were questionable to me. Okay. In in David's show, I saw a few people that I was like, you may not be like. Uh, to me, when I walked him, I was like, mm -hmm. they're a little big. There, it was mainly the size thing and the fullness. To me, that's kind of whenever, like, because you you did drop weight, you maintained some good weight and everything like that. But I've, to me, dropped a reasonable amount of weight yeah. to get ready for the show. And everything kind of mathematically made sense. A few of these people I saw, and I was like, you're a little full. Like, you're a little bit big to be But you got to remember, the other thing that you got to remember is muscle maturity. Mm -hmm. So that does make a difference. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about a 35, 40-year-old man versus an 18-year-old boy, mm -hmm. it's a big difference. Yeah, but these guys weren't that old. 26, I think like 25, 26. Yeah, yeah now, now cool. who knows? Maybe they weren't lifetime drug-free. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were taking gear up to a year That's ago what I thought, what is that. I thought that they, so some of the people to me looked like they had taken it for a little while, mm -hmm. still had some of the mass, but didn't necessarily, it, you could kind of tell that maybe it was a little softer or things like that. But anyway, like, um, again, like you said, it's not a lifetime natural show. And so people, as long as they pass that test, pass that test. Um, but you know, it's just kind of an interesting topic because it's yeah. just like, it's hard to know a hundred percent. And you can't, here's the other thing. You can't drug test for a lifetime yeah. amount of drugs. Like let's say, you know, mm -hmm. somebody did that. The only way to do that is in most of these associations that are doing uh, the kind of testing that you would need, it's polygraph. 
then polygraphs can be passed pretty easily too, right? I don't know how good they, like I said, when I went and we had to do polygraphs with certain associations mm -hmm. and certain shows where they would use that because the urinalysis was too expensive and they're like, Hey, we're going to do this. I found out that like nobody failed and I'm like, Hmm, if nobody failed, then I think that just the pure fact that they had to do it was a deterrent enough where somebody had to go out of their way to do it. And I think that's all they were using. But then I turned around and people were like, Hey, what were you on? And I'm like, uh, nothing. It's the light. It's the, it's the natural Ironman, Ironman natural. And they're like, you were taking something. And they're like, well, yeah, man, you took the drug test. Like you did the polygraph or whatever it was about a month before, three weeks before. So you didn't take anything since then. I go, no, because it's the natural yeah. Ironman. But that's where I got kind of like jaded because I found out I was the only one that, that was actually natural. Can we and, please hook them both up to polygraphs? Imagine if we had a series of questions that we could run them through a polygraph You know, we could test. definitely look because I know. That would be awesome. I know that the FBI has a field office here in Dallas. We can definitely make a phone call. Because there's a bunch of questions <laughs> I want to ask. And, you know, you guys are always messing with <laughs> oh, yeah. me. So I feel like I could switch it back and like. Yeah. Are you guys down? A whole, down? A whole entire list to poly, submit to. Polygraph test. But like why, why? So why did I, you two stay natural? What's the. I got, I've, I've told the story many times. I got sucked into taking stuff at a very young age, like 17, 18. But yeah. like, I was just like susceptible to some idiot in the gym and was like, oh yeah, let me do this and try to take some stuff that was shaped like dog bones from the back of a fitness connection parking lot car. So <laughs> I don't think he's kidding. I think I'm not, they really were shaped, I was listening to the, yeah, you yeah, 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 they, about were, they were shaped like dog bones and dog treats and things like that because they were supposed to look like dog medication. Um, but like from Mexico. Probably. It was for yeah, Gato, was Gatos and Peros. The dude, the dude popped up on my Facebook <laughs> recommended friends the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that's a oh, you're kidding." The guy that sold them to you? Yeah, yeah, from way back in the day. Yeah. So, like, uh, have you run into him? No, no, I'm no. too. I'm pretty sure he went to jail at one point. Oh, he yeah. has Facebook in jail. <laughs> I guess he could be just sticking around and then delete it or whatever. But I thought he went for a period of time. Uh, would make sense. But like, why? What was the determining factor for you two? Because you both live like bodybuilders. You guys are pretty strict regimented food all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. like for both of you what was the reason is there a main reason to stay natural my uh well my dad just put like the fear of god in me when it came to that that stuff. works yeah that works and he was uh i his like first story was he used to work out at gold's gym with uh he was it was a guy who's training for the mr california mm -hmm. and um he told me that he what was, year was this must have been in the 90s okay in the 90s and he told me that he was at the gym one day he would train with him on a regular basis and the guy was taken to jail and I was like oh wow because apparently something came out and um and then on top of that he was just telling me how there's um a lot of people that don't necessarily open up about it but that are taking things on a regular basis mm -hmm. that have a lot of issues later on and uh there's he was kind of telling me there's a lot of people that just they it's really bad for you and so I was just like okay so um definitely like not interested in taking anything at the moment. And plus mm. I also was like, no, I still have so much room for growth um, that it wouldn't even make sense to do it at my age yet. Mm -hmm. Just not healthy. Yeah. So would you ever consider it? Potentially. <laughs> the dark okay. side is speaking to him. <laughs> <laughs> no. the, the truth podcast. You have to tell the truth on everything. Right. It's, a, it's yeah. just like this table here yes. is just like a polygraph machine. Yes. If you don't <laughs> find much. it, it'll just shock you. Matt, Matt, what about you? Why are you natural? Uh, yeah, definitely like family. Just like, parents and just be like don't touch that stuff like like that'd be stupid like just told me not to do it and then like i don't know i just i don't know enough about it so i'm like what am i gonna put this like foreign substance in my body i don't know what's gonna how it's gonna affect me anything like that so i just had just kind of my environment basically kind of i informed my decision not to do anything now 
I mean, like in the future, maybe who knows, mm -hmm. but as of right now, like I'm young, I'm, I've got time. I'm not even 20 yet. So I, don't I know. think it's very smart guys. I think it's really, really smart. Even when I was competing naturally, I told myself, I said, I'm going to compete naturally. And then if I eventually, when I get to, if I'm still competing in my mid twenties, 24, 25 years old, I'm going to go ahead and make a decision depending on what my genetics tell me. If I'm good enough and I do well naturally and my body's looking very, very impressive naturally, then I'll make a decision at that point, but I'm mm -hmm. going to wait till my mid twenties. You know, and I kept telling myself, maybe I'll grow another inch and I don't want to stump my growth because that was always the thing. Not, that, that never happened. <laughs> that, happen? that never happened. Hey, it can never happen, happened. Honey, it can yeah, still I'm happen. still waiting, it's guys. Coming. I'm still it's waiting. It's coming right around the corner. Yes. You got it. Yes. So like, uh, well, well, this leads me to another question because we've discussed this before on the podcast when it comes to, to anabolics. Did either of you have like a glaring like physical insecurity growing up? I know it's a big question to ask, but I feel like from photos I've seen, you were always fairly lean mm -hmm. and someone must like, I was a fat kid. And then I was a super skinny kid and I always suffered with severe body dysmorphia and feeling to whatever. So I was just kind of like when somebody gave me the, uh, the option to like take something, I jumped right on it. But I've noticed that some people who maybe didn't have as serious of a roller coaster, they're not necessarily as susceptible to like jumping on that train. It's like, oh, I'm continuing to make progress through my teens. Were either of you guys like a fat kid or a skinny kid? Um, well, I, I remember telling you, I was telling you a story when we were in Ohio about, uh, uh, the pool party. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This <laughs> Tell about this. Tell the story. No, so that's my, uh, well first, like my family has always been really health oriented. So yeah, I've never been out of shape. Um, always like from six, I think like it was like sixth grade. I was doing like these six minute abs, all the different type of stuff. Right. Tell the pool party story. <laughs> and so it was seventh grade and, uh, we were at a, uh, I was at a pool party and I was, but I was so uh, self-conscious of my look. And I remember I did like right before, like for the whole week leading up to this pool party, doing the six minute abs, all that stuff. And then right before six minute abs. And so the entire time, it must've been three hours. I'm shirtless, flexing my abs the entire time. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and, so, and then I guess there was at the time, there was some girl that I liked. And then um, like I went into some other room and then some, somebody was like, yo, like she said, you have really good abs. And I was like, yes, it worked. <laughs> so honestly, he was doing FSC seven flex sets well before he had ever this, seen you absolutely. Just at the it pool just, abs flex for three hours straight. Wow. Yeah. It, it was so. multidimensional. It was <laughs> going out multi-universe. So I feel like that, that gives me uh, like, okay, what about you? Were you, were you a fat kid, skinny kid, anything like that? Or kind of. So here's the thing. Okay. I was overweight growing up. Oh, like, okay. But like all my friends used to call me like fat Matt. I swear, yeah. I had a fatty Maddie. I, no, I was fat I had, Matt. Like, yeah, my buddy, my buddy, you know, was in college. We call him Fatty Maddie. And I was like, oh, this sucks, blah blah blah. And then my parents were like, all right, we'll get you a personal trainer. Like, I wanted to like get fit for. Sports. And this is how old? I was like 12, 13 maybe. Okay. And then so I went from fat to being like really, really skinny by freshman year of high school. I went. I was like one forty eight. Like, like how much weight did you lose? Um. I think at the beginning of eighth grade, I had to have been like 180 something. Wow. And I went okay. to like 148, like skinny. And I was like, oh yeah, finally I'm in shape for sports. And then like, I was too small for like to like start varsity or anything. So uh -huh. I was like, well, this sucks. Like, and then one night I remember I was like at home and I just like, I don't know what it, what it was, but I looked up, um, there's a YouTube video. It's Arnold's blueprint of bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to get so big. Like I'm going to start working out. And like, I start like taking notes on like, training from him and like his diet and everything and i just like have been like at it ever since that that's awesome like in between sports seasons and stuff and then like what sports did you play so i did um i wrestled i played lacrosse and football 
wrestled lacrosse and football. Yeah, lacrosse is pretty big out here. Yep. Yeah. You were big into table tennis, right? No. no. Badminton. Oh, okay. yeah. Badminton. <laughs> Badminton. <laughs> Field hockey. That's when it gets serious. You know what's a savage sport? But, this is just a side note. Uh, water polo. Have you heard about that? Water polo? Water polo. People, like, they'll sharpen their nails into points. They'll do a bunch of stuff. They, like, slash each other under the water. They'll no, I didn't kicking, know about that. I know about other. the kicking and water stuff. Water yeah. polo is gnarly. I don't This just came out of nowhere. That's why I shouldn't be on a podcast. But, like, <laughs> wild sport. But I've heard lacrosse is kind of be, can be pretty rough. Yeah, lacrosse is yeah. brutal. Oh, it was man. so much fun. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I played defense, so like I could just hit kids with like a giant stick. Well, probably talk to somebody about that. Matt. Well, the defensive sticks are like bigger, so you're just like, oh fuck, like, smacking people. people. Yeah, but um, yeah, like so, just in between sports seasons, I would like kind of bodybuild, like on the side, like track my food and everything, and then mm-hmm. like slowly it became less about like doing this for sports and more like, oh, I love the lifting. Like I actually enjoy doing this. So then like. I played football senior year. And then after that, I got ready for my first show. So let me ask you this. When you lost that weight over 30 pounds, how much of it had to do with cleaning up your diet? Because I can, we can, uh, usually it has a lot to do with it because it's a matter of what the calories you're taking in versus what the calories you're taking out. But was it mostly because you were just inactive or was it, did you end up losing the weight because you were able to burn more calories, but also you were on an eating program? Uh, so it was much more of like a cutting for wrestling is like, was completely different from like when I grew up versus like a bodybuilding cut where it's like, it was way harsher of a deficit. But was it for wrestling? You dropped the weight or did you lose the weight because you wanted to just lean out because you felt like you were just overweight? It was a bit of both like through sport, like wrestling was kind of like, okay, like this is my, this is kind of a way that I can lose this weight to like get in better shape for sports. So like I was eating like, like my diet was terrible. It would be like two eggs in the morning and then like would maybe have lunch like would barely, deprivation diet. would barely drink any water and then like maybe have dinner and be chicken and broccoli and on then, purpose you wouldn't drink water or you just didn't pay attention well they t- like we wouldn't get water breaks it's like keep my weight down because i had to lose so much weight and then like on the weekends i would go on like three mile runs did you feel like that that screwed up your relationship with food because of that at that age because it's such a pivotal age um i i don't know if it completely screwed it up i think I think now, like, maybe, like, doing wrestling kind of informs, like, m- how I, like, my relationship with food now, but mm-hmm. I don't think it, like, screwed it up, but it definitely was not healthy or sustainable. But right now, do you have a pretty good relationship with food, or do you feel like you have to really kind of hold back from eating shit because of the fact that you just have tendencies to want to eat? Oh, I love food. Like, if I if I didn't bodybuild, I'd probably still be overweight. You'd be fatty, Matty? I'd definitely be fat, Matt, still. Yeah. But I, um... I try to be like pretty good about it. Like throughout the week, I'll be like, okay, let me stay on this routine. And then like on the weekend, I'll be like, oh sure. Like I'll, I'll have like a cheat meal, but I'd say it's definitely better. It's a lot healthier. You go eat the Whataburger like this guy. I've never been to Whataburger. Oh, we were supposed to go together after a show and he just never went with me. (laughs) He doesn't want to give you the Whataburger secret. Uh -uh. The secret experience. Five guys. That's it. I used to get like cookies or something. What's your go-to cheat? Well, it's uh, for a while it was in and out. I'd get two double doubles, mm-hmm. fries, and a shake. But I've been, I don't know, I've been craving like cookies recently. So I've been going to crumble. <laughs> crumble cookies, crumble yeah. Cookies. Yeah. <laughs> crumble cookies. Yeah, I'll uh-huh. get a box to myself and just. So you're right now, what's your diet look like? Um, Just like basic stuff. Like right now it's, I mean, like eggs and oats. Like Are you tracking your macros? Protein. Yeah. So what are your grams of carbs, protein, fats? I want to just share this for anybody who's listening to this. I 
that would take something away from the fact that maybe they're close to you in age or height and weight and somewhere where if they're bodybuilding naturally or, or not, and they want to try to find out what you're doing. Do you, are you at like two, 300 grams of protein? Where are you at? See, I kind of like, I, I start at the base of it with my protein where it's like mm-hmm. kind of like I eat over my body weight mm-hmm. just because depending on how much like my body absorbs at a specific time, like I can make sure if I'm eating over that, that I'm definitely getting my 190 something grams of protein that I need. So okay. that's the basis of it. And then I think like, okay, I need fats. Fats are important. A lot more important than people realize, I think. Mm-hmm. And a little closer to the mic, just so people oh, can hear sorry you. Sorry about that. Yeah, you're good. So fats are pretty important. So start with protein. Then I eat about like 70 grams of fat. And then from there, kind of see like, okay, how much, how many calories do I have left? And then from there, that's all carbs for me. Got it. So you do your, you basically prioritize your protein. Then secondarily, you do your fats. Mm-hmm. And then you fill in the rest of your calories. Are you tracking your calories total at all? Yeah. So I'm... I'm carb cycling right now just because um, I tend to put fat on pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I have high days and low days, but um, so depending on the day, like my, the difference in my calories is when in my carbohydrates. So I'll do higher carb days on like the days that need the most emphasis. So you keep your proteins kind of stagnant and then you keep your fats about the same. And then you just basically very fluctuate, your carbs, yeah. fluctuate your carbs to get your total uh, calories. Mm-hmm. Got it. Cool. Cool. And then are you doing off season cardio right now? Yeah. How many, how many minutes? I wasn't doing any, um, earlier in the year. And then I kind of like paid for it, but now I'm doing like, you're saying you just pay for it. You mean you just got a little too, I got a little fluffy. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, um, but now I'm doing, it's nothing crazy, but it's like Stairmaster, uh, 20 minutes a day, like at the end of my sessions, like on a decent speed. So <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at his face. I'm looking at David's face. So you're like, um, I'm not going to share any of are you two kind of like still keep like well, where are you guys at right now are you keeping him like is he following an off-season diet is he kind he's, of just living life at the moment no he he's he's definitely very structured mm-hmm. david's very structured he he knows that he can go off the, the rails for a short period of time with some meals but he re- reels, reels it back in pretty tight. I feel like this is the perfect time to share a story. Um, oh, great. When we were on a trip, it was the- <laughs> No, no, no. It was the American Fitness Expo. <laughs> I don't think Expo. it's a story that this, we did uh, share. Which is actually this week, I think. The American Fitness Expo in yeah. Houston. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I can tell this now because you've grown from it since, and I keep it from talking to. <laughs> this man ate so much crap on that trip. He was all off the- ch- And this was how many weeks out? Ten. Ten, weeks, ten out. weeks out. Ten weeks out. And then he gets back- and you guys went and trained, and then he like you asked to like ab check. You lifted a bit, and then you looked at him. He said, "You look like you need a cheat meal. Go have a burger tonight, and fries, and everything like that." And afterwards, I looked at David, and I was like, "Are you kidding?" I me I gave right you a little now? smirk. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> "David's got a very fast metabolism." Yeah, he's got a very so. Here's the exact polar opposites of one another. You guys work out. You guys train pretty consistently. I would say about what six days a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're both doing off season cardio, but Again, mm, the difference is... Sometimes the cardio can waver a little bit. Yeah. 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 I mean, let's say 20 to 30 minutes, maybe four days a week. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, Four days? No, maybe twice. As of right now, I've been doing like... No, no, for Matt. Oh, for Matt. Okay. Three, yeah, three or four days a week. Right. And so, and you're doing it a couple days a week. Mm -hmm. Right. Your metabolism is much faster than Matt's in general, right? Mm -hmm. Matt had more fat cells when he was younger and he's always going to have to fight it. So for those parents of you that would want those really thick folds in your kids and look like the little Michelin babies, 
um, you're not doing them any favors, especially as they get a little bit older. And because the fat cells never go away, they never go that's away. That's one thing that's crazy. To so like if a, you yeah. have, if your child has a tendency to get fat, and you feed them because you think that you're making them happy, or you're just making them pleasantly plump, or whatever it is in your mind that is turning around because oh, little fat babies are so cute. <laughs> Uh, especially, I mean, they're babies is a bit different, but when they get a little bit older than that, when you're like in that eight to 12 year rate range, year range, when they get chunky, mm -hmm. you're going to end up increasing the likelihood of that child having weight issues for the rest of their life. Right. Um, and I had that same issue when I was growing up because my mom, that's why my mom got me a gym membership when I was 12 years old, because she's like, Ooh, you're getting a little thick. You have a tendency to do that. You know? So she got me a gym membership and she's like, I want you to go to swim. Little did she know I found my way in the weight room, but it was one of those things that I really, um, you know, thank her all the time for going out of her way and buying me a membership because most gyms, cause this wasn't a commercial gym. It was a local gym. I was able to go in there and train and be able to not be harassed because of my age. Cause now a lot of gyms, especially in California, they're like, Oh, you gotta be 15. You gotta be 16. Yeah. You gotta be that. Some of them are a little more progressive and they'll say 13 or 14, but seldom do they let anybody younger than that. Um, here in Texas, they're a lot more open about being able to, you know, younger kids be able to, to train. But ultimately what Matt's going through is the difference between genetics, but also being a little bit heavier when you were younger a combination. Uh, are your parents a little heavier? Uh, either of them? No. no, you just got a little bit chunky. I just got unlucky. Yeah. Oh, you got a little chunky. Did, did your parents feed you? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they, 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 were they trying to give you that love where, you know, like some parents do that. They go that's out how, That's how it was my family. Really? Well, yeah. My family, it's like all family gatherings to send around food when there was, uh, you know, fluctuations in money in the household, good times meant good food around. And so like- And lots of it. Yeah. And like you're, you know- but you come from a very big family. Yeah. Yeah. But like like positive thoughts were combined with food. And then it was like food was a comforter if you were ever sad. And so I developed a ton of super, super unhealthy relationships with food in high school. I had to lose like 80 pounds in high school. But oh. I know that like during that of having those crazy weight fluctuations and everything like that, it is- uh, I'm, I'm like a big fan of like no excuses. It's like, yes, I know I can gain fat faster. Did you go to a big, big high school or small high school? I was homeschooled. Oh, homeschooled. Yeah. Yeah. My brother still bullied me. Don't worry. I still got a lot of that. But, uh, but that was the whole entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I went to a tiny private school for like the, the final two years of high school and everything. But I remember like, well, I was like 11 and a kid sat down next to me and he just went, why are you fat? And I was just kind of like, Honestly, I don't know, but apparently I'm fat <laughs> and I had to like, and that's, I think often what got, or got me into, you know, bodybuilding and everything. But, um, I think a lot of people don't know that, that yeah, like if you, people who do go through a large weight loss, it is, you know, mentally and physically, you're a bit more susceptible to gaining that back. And yep. so that's why I would fluctuate back pretty quickly after shows mm -hmm. or even right now, if I take like a week off and relax, I notice it in that week. Like it's yeah. very fast. Yeah. Well, you have those fat cells. You can shrink them, but you can't get rid of them. So again, going back to the whole Matt mm -hmm. versus, you know, David, David has much fewer fat cells. He has, he's been lean his entire life. It's, it's the epitome of what you want to be if you had to put everything in a textbook, mm -hmm. but lots of us, whether it's genetic or whether it's because of the environment that was created for you, once you put that on, it's hard to take off and it's very easy to get bring back on. Mm -hmm. So just remember that. And now 
as you guys are talking about your off scenes and whatnot, what are your plans in regards to work? I know you're working, you're managing the gym, mm-hmm. you're working the front and managing the front desk. Now you're working over there too. This is like a community in Dallas where bodybuilding and fitness is very, very big here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we see a lot of influencers in a lot of gyms and they're going in there and they're t- shooting content. And one of the things that I was so surprised about when I moved here, because it was the polar opposite in the Silicon Valley, because of how expensive it, it is over there. Here, you can get, I would see three or four people that were all roommates and they move here from like, I remember one of the guys that had told me that they moved from Boston and yeah. I, I'm like, well, we moved from Boston. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it was me and three other house, you know, three, three other um, influencers influencers and mm-hmm. whatever else so that they would have like maybe a clothing contract or they would have a supplement contract or they would have, you know, they're doing some, maybe some programs, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. And with the girls, it's a lot of the only fans pages. <laughs> they can bank though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all, there's a lot of different ways to make money here. But um, my question for you guys is, do you, is it still prevalent where there, you guys are seeing people in the gym that have a lot, they're just basically just, that's all they're doing. Or, or, or is that now just more of a side hustle? Um, it's still very prevalent. Yeah. yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. we're actually still seeing people transition from, I've known a lot of guys who did have a nine to five job working that, and now they're actually just transitioning into influencing into social media. So it's still progressing. We still see people more, more and more people moving in that direction. And are they still doing like, you know, like the little group housing and they're just jumping in with roommates and yep. to try to get the cost down and then they're just shooting content. And mm-hmm. it's because I know, again, th- here it's much easier to do in Texas than it is in yeah, California. Way more yeah. affordable here. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the most affordable states in regards to that regard. Yeah. Uh, and you have so many different people you can collab with. Yeah. And, but, but so you're seeing it's actually growing. It's growing and even more so in Houston with Alpha Land. Okay. I mean, like an entire cult over there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think of just because uh, honestly, I would say that like the, you know, obviously we have different generations mm-hmm. when it comes to just, you know, ages and whatnot. But I feel like with, within social media, there's like the generations are very small. It's like the generations are like every few years, there's a whole new wave and generation mm-hmm. of people. And you have to like certain people have stayed relevant throughout it or most kind of phase out at different age, like, you know, at different times for you guys. What, how, what do you think of the current generation of, st- of fitness within social media? Maybe not necessarily bodybuilding because you guys are bodybuilders, but you're not necessarily like, I feel like you guys are a bit more in the younger influencers, you know, people who are kind of competing, but also some people who are a little bit more lifestyle and whatever. Do you guys think it's a positive atmosphere right now? Be completely honest. Do you think it's negative at times? What do you guys think of like the fitness industry as a whole around within social media? Um, I think as it's become more saturated, it's, it's, I mean, you, you get a whole different, like, it's just a whole different environment than it was even like a few years ago. You mm-hmm. get like, it's, I think like, it's kind of more of this thing of like, where everyone's posting now, everyone's doing the same trends, doing like all the videos are starting to look the same. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like templates. Like the big thing is like cap cut templates where you'd like, just make a, a video of yourself and just like over and over and over, you'll see like the same video from like 10 different people. And like, well, like it's, it's been nice. Cause it's like a lot more people have the opportunity to like do this for a living. If they're really passionate about it, you also get like this kind of loss of individuality to me. It's starting to get a little boring. Yeah. Honestly. Where it's like mm-hmm. all the guys, a lot of individuals, you get, you have like a small group of guys that like blew up doing their own thing, like maybe a couple of years ago. And then you have like everyone who's kind of 
not necessarily late to the jump, but like now trying to do it, like trying to maybe play catch up or do what they're doing. But the, mm -hmm. the approach nowadays is so much different. It's like, okay, I'm going to post my cap cut template for the day, like over and over and over and hope that it, it blows up. And it's like, if you're scrolling through TikTok, you see the same video like six times in a row. And there's, usually one of them doesn't go viral unless there's like a, a spelling error or something crazy happens in the background. And that's what they're focusing on because you can get like a million chest days. Mm -hmm. You can find a, a ton of chest days out there. Yeah. Well, so, we, you told me that we shot some stuff that went viral like this week, right? Oh Yeah. Yeah, like it's always like I can usually see it and I know what's going to go viral initially. Like we had that Optine video first couple seconds, his legs are shaking, shaking. and cut right. it to just that part. One of the videos I knew was going to go take off that actually took off on Evigen's page was I just posted uh, and it was during the Memorial Day sale. And so it's a little bit out of context, but I wanted to drive a bunch of additional traffic to that. And it, so it was just the end portion of you finishing off Derek as doing chest that day. That sounds very That sounds gross. terrible. I feel like that sounds terrible. <laughs> that just just sounds scratch that. Horrible. We were finishing chest day. It was the very end of chest day. And you had uh, Derek do just push-ups at the end of doing a bunch of cable flies. And it mm -hmm. was the last portion of the chest day. So he was fried. And so he got down and all he could do was just two slow push-ups. And so... Everybody, but nobody ever really knew no. that he just got done just absolutely destroying chest day. his chest. So 1.3 million views in like a day. And everybody's like, oh, this guy can barely... Do. But it just drove a right. ton of traffic right. to the sale page or anything like that. Um, but a lot of the stuff that went viral on your page this week was just simply Derek training. And that's the thing is, is like, like he's talking about if you're somebody who is within the... 160 to 220 pound range, mm -hmm. meaning like you're a, a good lifter, maybe genetically, whatever it is. If you're just in that range though, and you're just posting educational content, that's not anything special. You're mm -hmm. not going to take off. Unfortunately, it's, it's going to take a lot. Very oversaturated. Some, yeah. It's just, there's mm -hmm. so many. It was like They're, you when you didn't have any of you follow yeah. you. You had 300 followers. Yeah. But also at the same time you were, when you started, <laughs> it was 300, 300 followers. Yeah. He had what I was about to talk about, which is the freak factor. Once you were prepping and stuff, what yeah. people would stop on your videos to be like, Oh shoot, this guy is uh, like natural and looks wild. Your stuff that was recently that took off is Derek. It's freak factor. Why so people mm -hmm. have to well, stop. Well, it's an updated, you know, the, the most updated videos of him that no one had seen. But even that, that's not what's taking off on TikTok. People, a lot of people, uh, like 98% of those views are coming from the For You page. A lot of them don't know who Derek is. It's just, they're seeing one of the biggest. No, what I'm saying is seen. he, exactly. I'm yeah. just saying how impressive he looks exactly. and he's got a stringer on. Yeah. So, so it's kind of hard. Like, do you guys have any thoughts on where you're going to go next social media wise? Like any concepts for yourself? You don't have to share any top secret stuff, but like to distinguish yourself. No, share, no, share the top secret. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I've been, I've been thinking about the recent. Well, no, because okay, look, right now you've got, how many, how many are you up to now? I'm at 230 on Instagram and I'm at 365 on TikTok. Okay. And when we started together, you didn't have a TikTok. No TikTok, and I had 300 followers on Insta. Right. Yeah. And now you're well over a half a million between the two platforms. Mm -hmm. Correct. Right? Yeah. So what do you attribute it to? So two things. One was the entire bodybuilding show that we did. Mm -hmm. it, it definitely um, it gave a people a reason to follow because they wanted to follow this journey. Mm -hmm. And uh, being... In the mix with Evogen Nutrition, doing mm -hmm. certain uh, things that we did with Derek Lunsford, mm -hmm. we, with Optin. The, the collab. The collabs were right. huge. Um, now, So remember that, guys. Are you If you're listening to this and you want to build up your social media pages, again, collabs are golden. You have to do collabs because you're trying to get other people's audience to be able to like, subscribe, and follow you no matter what platform you're talking about. Whether it's TikTok, whether it's Instagram, whether it's YouTube. 
It's about being able to get into somebody else's audience so that they go, oh, who's this person? They seem interesting. Let me follow them in mm-hmm. their journey. Go ahead. Sorry. And it was also about playing the game a little bit smarter. I noticed a, guy, a lot of guys who would just post pictures or mm-hmm. they would just post what they want to post. And um, what, I, what I found was it's these little six-second clips that I would post over and over again. Just Are different you videos. fixing your hair? Fixing my hair, giving the look, <laughs> winking at flexing, the camera. winking at the camera. But I'm also... You use a lot of trending sounds too. Yep, a lot of trending sounds. sounds mm-hmm. And it's you got to play the game. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it was the second... I'm also on a cut. And it was kind of... Uh, I was very fortunate because I got really conditioned really quick. Mm-hmm. So I was conditioned for a really good period of time. Yep. And so it's like they just... It's instant. Okay, you, you see the screen. Wow, he shredded. Okay, we watch this. Like, And that, those were the videos that did blow my account up. I have probably... I mean countless videos with two to three million views on them mm-hmm. so and that was what really like, drove a lot of traffic because there are a lot of people that have um a lot of this even doing collabs though and doing certain things like that um if if you're not hitting the algorithm playing the game right you're not going to blow up right so it's about doing that the other thing that people don't realize that you do have an advantage of being natural 100 mm-hmm. it's very marketable it number one it's marketable but number two it's sustainable when you're cycling, because you're on drugs and just PDs in general, most people are know enough to be able to understand that they have to cycle. So you're going to look good for the prep, and then you're not going to look good. And then those that are trying to stay looking good and lean all the time beat up their body. But if you're natural and you're able to keep that conditioning mm-hmm. at 75, let's just call it 80%, and then peak at 100% for the show – then you're always in good or great shape. Mm-hmm. So you're more marketable and you can be able to create more attention on your channel for longer periods of time. But if you start to really blow up and you start to get sloppy, it becomes a thing. It happened even in Pittsburgh. I feel that Derek Lunsford last year coming in shape, doing that guest posing. Now everyone this year all came in shape because mm-hmm. nobody wants to look like the odd man out. In the past, when Ronnie and Jay and everybody guest posed, Kai, everyone, they just let themselves go because social media wasn't a thing as much. So what would happen is that, you know, people would end up looking a bit sloppy, but it was okay. And then they would get in shape for their show. But now, because everybody is under a microscope all the time, Mm -hmm. and I felt like Derek definitely set a precedence a little bit with that one because he looked so good in the off season. Again, mm-hmm. why did he look good last year? Because he was trying, trying to still to make, he was trying to yep. stay under the weight cap. That's why he, not because he was trying to get peak for a, you know, an ap- uh, appearance at a booth that he ended up jumping up on stage. It was because he was still trying to, we were trying to keep him light. So it was just out of circumstances that that's what occurred. But when you're natural and you're on TikTok or you're on Instagram and you can sustain abs and you can sustain a great level of conditioning, Mm -hmm. then you're going to end up being able to have content all the time. Well, I think also I thought you were kind of going to go a different direction to that because I'm thinking of the social media manager side of it. The main benefit to me of having the natural status on there is the arguments in the comment section. Because no matter what, if they're good comments or bad comments, it's comments and it drives you more people to the algorithm, spreads it out there. And honestly, I'll say this, I purposely do post photos of you sometimes mm-hmm. when you were super dice and I will put on their natural because I just know. It's the one with me curling it's, those. Yep. It's gone viral like yep. three or four times. Yep. Every yeah. single time I post it, I'm sharing all the social media secrets here. But every, you know, we'll cycle them through because every time you post something on TikTok, it's going right. to go out to a brand new audience. It's not necessarily for your followers. It's for the For You page. And if we put that video out there and I put... 
19 year old natural athlete and he's like that, not natty boom, it just blows it up but the thing he's is he's not is, 19 <laughs> he's, he looks at least 20 but if it reaches 100,000 people that are going to say that it'll still reach yeah. 900,000 additional people who are going to now find Evagen are going to kind of go to those people so it's like that is another cool thing is like if you don't mind all of those comments and you kind of ignore them in a way or whatever and see them for the value I don't like them I got into it with them the other day yeah we talked about it like because I hate comments or negative comments or things it, like it's that it's just that when people it's a bit different for me Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I do feel like I have to be on a little bit different level than you guys because I've endured a lot of bullshit for many, many longer than you guys have been alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So therefore for me, I feel that when somebody comes into my channel, there is a certain amount of respect that needs to be considered for that person. Mm-hmm. Austin has a different, you know, he's going from a social media a media standpoint. He's, he's thinking of it. As I'm thinking as like a PR manager. Right. Essentially. Right. On how much time a day we give those people. Right. Or the thought even that we give them. And so he's looking at it as in absolutes. I'm looking at it as if you allow somebody inside your channel and says, hey, by the way, come in. It's just like your home. Have a seat. <clears throat> come in. But there's some etiquette there. Right. Mm-hmm. So if some people come over there and be like, oh, I hate this guy. I remember it was, it was a comment. Something that's something about um, bro science. And I was talking about time under tension. And I was like, somebody's like, oh, I'm like, that's bro science. Time under tension is bro science. <laughs> you don't even know what science is. Uh-huh. But it's just funny because in the past, I would just go ahead and just be like, okay, let me just delete this guy. Let me just block this person because it's just noise. And, yeah. I, and because it's such a younger platform with TikTok, yeah. um, you see that more often there right. than you would on IG. Correct. Right? So- TikTok's like the wild, wild west. And Austin treats it such. I still treat it like it's still part of my personal brand. So if it's my page and somebody wants to come in there, you're kind of disrespecting me. No, you're not kind of, you are. And so if you want to come over there and talk shit, I should be able to take away your rights to be able to have access to me. And that's how I look at it. He looks at it like, let them all go out. <laughs> it. Let I look fight. at it as like, we get 75 million views in a month. Yeah, there's gonna be some idiot on there that's like, right, that's so. like, that's like somebody coming to the page like saying t- time under tension is pro science. It's like somebody saying, "Oh, like the sky's green." It's like, okay, like you're obviously an idiot. I guess what Hani's referring to is we're asking for it if we're marketing in a certain way, like asking like, "Hey, oh, he's natural" or whatever. We're we're like asking for these hate comments. In a, no, I'm not no. saying that. I'm saying is that like I'm a bit different that where you guys might allow like let me ask you this how do you deal with it i guess is my question do people go on your stuff and mm-hmm. do you see it do you block them do you delete it do you if somebody's sitting there and just be like you know this guy's a pathological liar he's crazy or whatever it is yeah. whatever that might might trigger you do you do you go in there and delete block um what do you do no there was a there Respond? was actually a, a really good comment uh for this example somebody goes in there and says uh it was one of the reels that i did when i was on prep mm-hmm. and this guy was like do not um, purchase any of the supplements referring to Evogen that mm-hmm. he uh, like mm-hmm. puts Pr- on his promotes. yeah promotes. Um, you're not going to look like him, yada yada. He's not natural. And then I had like it was actually kind of cool because I so I never respond to them, mm-hmm. uh, but I had like six or seven of uh, my buddies come in. They were like, bro, well he just competed at the Dave Lieberman show. Yeah, he did all this, and I I genuinely it doesn't affect me. I'm I'm very um now. It's me. This is the difference between me and you, right? Yeah. Again, you have the reputation, all this, and for me though, it's just like I don't necessarily. It's it's a different world, and so I'm just like, oh, okay, well, it's not true, 
It's a false fact. Now, if they were saying, I look kind of funny, that might hurt my feelings a little bit more. He deletes all the ones about his hair. Anything about his hair? And it doesn't, no, nothing, no comments about my hair bother me. Yeah. <laughs> he actually has the auto filter on, so anytime the word hair comes up, it just automatically deletes yeah, the comment. Yeah, then we're having a different discussion. But when it, when it comes to natural or not, I'm like, well, I, I know the truth, right? And it's just, and I'm confident enough in myself and who I am and what I'm doing. Uh, it, it genuinely doesn't affect me. It really yeah, is. no, I definitely take certain things much more personal than others. And because I don't come from this era, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that I've leaned into as built, as we built a business and it's, it's definitely a piece of it. If you're not doing some kind of social media, you're really doing yourself a dis- uh, uh, disservice. And I feel that, but there is and should be a level of respect given, but depending on the platform again tiktok is a very younger platform mm-hmm. and it's a much longer, younger platform i should say and the ability for people to go in there and talk shit are it reminds me just of the 20 year ago message boards that people used to go in there and just go under anonymous and mm-hmm. just talk crap and people would just it would be just it was like a field day people would just talk crap whatever it is mm-hmm. and when I remember in the very beginning when I created FSD seven, people are like, Oh, this is bullshit. It's just a synthol program or it's just a, this program. I mean, it's still out there on the internet and it's just funny because somebody went out of their way to make this big old post one day on one of the message boards and it sounded somewhat like a legitimate source to the, whoever it was that mm-hmm. read it because somebody put time into it saying, I really feel like this is what it, what's going on. And this is what this is all about. And I just laughed my ass off there's legitimately people who believe that mm-hmm. they didn't realize that I took principles that I felt worked the best for my athletes, combined them and created higher intensity with me not being there. So therefore I can give them structure on how to increase intensity with remote training because as remote training started becoming more popular, it became very, very apparent to me that people didn't know how to increase intensity and that, especially when they're training alone. And being able to build that into a program and being able to take all of those different types of philosophies, high intensity combined with volume and adding in my nuances that I felt like were really, really important is what created FSC seven. But there were times where people would be like, Oh no, it has nothing to do with training. It's all with site injections. Mm-hmm. And I just laughed and I'm like, it has nothing to do with site injections mm-hmm. it has everything to do with training because as everybody knows by now, after 30 years of me doing this, I believe in training above and beyond everything. Okay. PED supplements, diet, everything training. You can eat Burger King and still get big and strong. It's not the healthiest way to do it. But back in the day when you had 99 cent, you know, tacos at Taco Bell and you could eat $2 Whoppers or, you know, two for two bucks or whatever it was back in the day, you could still be big. And then if you cleaned up the diet, then that's the healthier way to mm-hmm. do it. Then that's how you lean out. And we used to joke, that's the difference between powerlifting and bodybuilding, right? Yep, keeping With, a clean diet. And, yeah, and staying out of the drive-thru. <laughs> and if you'd like to accomplish that, click the link below for the FSD7 app. <laughs> That's right. Shameless plug. Yeah. FSD7 app. <laughs> yeah, which which definitely we're going to have to sit down because there's some new modules that I want to work on. We got to get together with the guys and, and do some stuff because I think you guys would have a blast doing it. And plus you get a lot out of it. But the thing that makes me more excited than anything is the fact that I feel like that there's a resurgence of people understanding that Bodybuilding doesn't have to all be about PEDs. Bodybuilding doesn't have to be all about being natural. There is different 
universes and metaverses within our bodybuilding culture and community. And there's a overlap in that. Stay clean as long as you can. If it's something that you're interested in and you want to go down that road, make sure you get a do- with a doctor, get blood work done. Um, again, if you guys ever you know want to go down that road, by all means, just get blood work done. Obviously, you know I'm a resource. I'll give you my 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 two cents on it. But the biggest thing is just making sure you don't get pressured into it because somebody at your gym or your school or whatnot. So if you're listening to this, guys, um, really try to maximize your genetics first because you'll get so much more if you do decide later to make the, the the jump you'll get much more out of it because it's not you're not souping up a honda civic you're souping up a corvette and you're going to take you a lot farther so again the younger you are the more it beats up your body and the more limitations you actually have mm-hmm. so um that's that's my public service announcement but let's talk about this before we wrap up what we're going to do is we're going to restate the fact that we're going to do this because I want I think this is actually a cool idea. Okay. Let's go ahead and we're going to get some updated pictures from both of you. We're going to talk about goals and we're going to go ahead and we'll do another check-in here. Okay. And we're going to do is maybe we'll do it in three or four weeks. I'd jump in with you guys, but I'm going to hold off. Okay. I'm going to let <laughs> right, you guys right. just do this. All right. You wouldn't want to show us up, right? I'm going to hold off on the check-ins, okay? Because I'm 260 right now. Eight percent body fat. You can't tell with the camera. Two sixty. Um, <laughs> just the angle. That's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> just the angle. <laughs> no, um, he's got a dumbbell underneath his knees. Like, yeah, I was just like for this moment. Room. For this moment, I was pumping up under the table. Um, but yeah, no, I think that that's a great idea. So what? We, how often do you want to do it? I think what we'll do is we'll do it four weeks. Okay, we're gonna do a four week blitz mm-hmm. chase to, and. I don't think it has to be about leanness. It's just about right now we are in off season mode, both of you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see your body parts, see what be able you know, your lagging body parts, where you're able to actually accentuate those lagging body parts where you get them to grow, break plateaus. And let's, we'll go in and maybe we'll ask the audience to add in the vote too. So what we'll do is we'll maybe 50% of the vote will be us and 50% of it will be, uh, the audience and say okay well who made the biggest improvements in four we weeks? need to do like the madden breakdown with like drawing on the ipad and actually like circling and that <laughs> stuff and everything we need to do well, a full breakdown yeah we can definitely do that me yeah. and matt are both going to come in super tan and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are you guys so shiny it's like we're gonna be trunks. they oiled up out in four weeks they're gonna, they're gonna be they're gonna be closing down the studio yeah yeah because yeah. we did that on one of your check-ins for the before your show you actually did a live check-in on the on the podcast, mm-hmm. so we'll have to do that. Yeah, we can definitely do that. All right. And then we'll also add in a component of lifts because I want this to also be a little bit performance-based, not just visual because we're such a bodybuilding community, right? Like most of my followers are so big into bodybuilding, but you have that smaller subculture that do follow me that are very big into like the lifts when they see hottie lifting and doing walking oh, yeah. lunges with two or three plates and they're turning around and being able to watch um, uh, Derek or Seabum and they're asking about like, hey, how heavy do they go? I want you guys to also try to get into some some numbers, but they're going to have to be clean reps. Okay. So we have to see what kind of improvement we can make on. We'll we'll pick three or four different exercises. Okay. And we'll we'll see on and we'll see how many, how many reps you can do. What whether it's a squat, whether it's a mm. a um, a dead, or maybe it's some. We'll, we'll, we'll I think we're going to sit down. It's going to take some time. It's not going to be on this particular podcast but i'll decide here in the next couple of days and we're gonna calf pick up raises the, you know calf, no, not calf raises <laughs> or yeah no we're gonna we're gonna come up with some like three or four different lifts and we'll all agree to it and then we'll see create a little performance aspect to it 
Okay. Yeah. And it won't be just one body part. So that way, if you have a stronger body part, Matt, you're going to say, okay, well, I got him on this. And then David might have you on the other body parts. But I think this would be cool because it'll also help you guys be able to generate even more competition amongst yourselves. Yeah. And uh, and then we do a cheat, Dave, who can hit the highest calorie number. Mm. I got that in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Dude, See, honestly, I think that could eat. be interesting. A calorie Dude. tally next yes. to each other. And then so like who Someone's going to end up in the hospital. That's, That's what's okay. going to happen. No, Sign a waiver okay. beforehand. Yes. Uh, that would be a pretty epic video, I feel like. Because it's again, dude, we're so David, close in weights. David could eat, dude. I know, yeah. but I was a fat kid, and if he was a fat kid, uh, we can eat too. Yeah, I, the, I can. Okay, like, right put now, feedback on what was the just just I, I got to hear this biggest cheat meal you've ever had, David. Okay, so it was exactly seven days after my show. I counted my calories. It was the whole day, though. Yeah. Over the course of the entire yeah. day, it was about thirteen thousand. Thirteen thousand calories. I'm not exaggerating. Tell me what you had. Okay, so. <laughs> Woke up in the morning. I started the day off healthy. And so I tracked and my entire goal was, hey, I'm just going to get a, a protein shake. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm going to eat clean foods. Okay. So whatever I tracked, it was up to 6,000 calories of just chicken, rice. It was all the health bagels, yada, yada. And so then I get a call from my friends and they were like, hey, like we want to go celebrate your show, yada, yada. Let's go out. I said, great. So I'm at 6K for just clean carbs, clean food, whatever it may be. And then we go to Pizza Hut. So I get myself a entire pizza. It was a large pizza. Looked online. It was 2000 calories with jalapenos, pineapple, pineapple, jalapeno. It was good. Sweet. Okay. And fiery. Yeah. And fiery. (laughs) Did you have that? You know what? I'm, I'm a, I'm a pineapple. I am too. Pepperoni pineapple. I am too, but not with jalapenos. I like jalapenos, but Mm. jalapenos don't like me, but go ahead. So that put me at 8,000. 8,000. Then uh, we, I'm not stopping at the pizza though. You don't go to Pizza Hut and you don't just order a pizza. That's right. You, you get the get bread breadsticks sticks. with it, right? Yeah, you get the breadsticks. Yep. So Amateur I, move. Breadsticks <laughs> is just bread. Fill no, yeah, but then you no. dip it in the cheese that, sauce and. Or the. Oof. We used to do that when I, was, when, I, when I was in high school. Interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, with the little cup of marinara sauce. That's and right. With that little sleeve. Yeah. yeah okay, those are pretty right. good. I'll get, we'll get past. Yeah, those are good. And so down those. And then, uh, well, what about dessert? Cinnabons, right? right? And so those were great. So down the Cinnabons. All right, now I'm kind of full, right? But now we're we're somewhere around 10k, I think it's fair to say. And then um what? Do you think you think that's fair? Yeah, I mean, cap yeah, it there. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't even think the evil log would have worked at this point. And so then we uh go to my friend's house, drive home, and it was it was seriously I was having so here's the deal I was eating terrible the entire week seven days after my show and I told myself this was the last night that I'm gonna eat unhealthy mm. and so it was a whole mental thing going on it was the last supper yeah and so then um, we uh, get home and and my uh, friend's parents weren't there and then they made uh, brownies for all of us and so like these homemade brownies so I I had like half the like there was like an entire thing I down half of it and then um, that put me around like eleven ish. And then uh, we went to 7-Eleven a little bit later on. Interesting. And uh, now it's maybe like 3 a.m. And then we went to, uh, I got a little- Was your heart like coming out of your chest? Oh, it chest? was bad. Yeah. It was, yeah, I was like, I was, and so um, I got a little thing of uh, Ben and Jerry's strawberry like thir- cheesecake. That's like 1300 right? Yeah, something like that. And then I got two strawberry cheesecake uh, bites too. They were like these little things. And then, um, then got home, had all Ooh. that. So that's why I estimated somewhere around- 12 to 13 and then it was yeah like i was sitting i i couldn't lay down on my stomach we were i was laying down on the floor and it was so bad that i had to get up and i had to walk around like the neighborhood and i had just like like, second trimester at that point yeah and it was yeah yeah, i couldn't sleep it it was it was painful you think you can top that 
No, no. I mean, ah. oh, so post, he just yeah, he just no. I could I could t- I could think I could keep up. I think I could maybe eat more than you, but I d- I've never had like a specific day like in memory where I just went like all out. I mean, after my show, like, but I kept it within like my maintenance calories. Like I didn't like what? I tried I tried to be very no, like never did that. good on my food, and then I don't know, but I I could eat a lot. My my post show treat was like a burger, fries, like shake, and then like I ordered ten of these like pound cookies oh like those probably, giant ones yeah like, the, probably like yeah like this big yeah like like 10 of them yeah and like would just like pick them off like like the co- my cookie dealer kind of cookies yeah like, like those big, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. big ones yeah but i mean be interesting to see I, mean, I thought i was bad my last show i did have pizza but what i did was there was a round table and we were in la i haven't been to round table in forever and i find out the round table closed and it said closed on Google. And I'm like, closed like tonight? And they're like, no, 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 it's out of business. Mm. And my go-to was always Roundtable. So for those of you who know Roundtable, you know that you mm-hmm. grow up with that kind of pizza. It's a real good, high-quality pizza. It's a uh, much better quality than like a Pizza Hut. Or Is it only that. in California? I grew up with it. <laughs> um, I think, honestly, I heard Nick told me that there's one here in what? Dallas. And there's one in maybe in Frisco. But there's very few of them out here. But... Roundtable was kind of like the go-to. So I really, I, I couldn't do dominoes. I couldn't do this or that. I, I needed this roundtable. And uh, come to find out, the guy just took the name and swapped it for the franchise. Mm. And he changed it. But he still used the same ingredients. So he goes, no, no, no. I used to be roundtable, but I'm this, this, whatever he called mm-hmm. it. And he says, but it's going to taste like roundtable. And I'm like, dude, it better taste like roundtable. So I go there. I have my best friend. I have my family there. My mom and dad were there. And um, I ordered five extra large pizzas. And these pizzas were wow. gigantic. Right? Okay. I ordered five of them. And there was like, I don't know, like eight of us, 10 of us, eight of us there. And they they were closing. But they're like, hey, look, you know, we're going to keep it open for you. I was like, thank you so much. And I still have my pro tan on. I just got done with the show. I come over and I asked the guy, can I get a tin, an extra large tin? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure comes over and gives me a 10 and i said okay i walked over reached over to every single one of the pizzas because i got a pepperoni pineapple i got an all meat like a meat lovers yeah it's kind of like a meat lovers i got a combination the combo was way to go and i gotta have my 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 pizzas always well done they gotta be crunchy Mm. i gotta i can't have floppy pizza it's just Mm. the thing about me and then i had a barbecue chicken pizza then i had a veggie because my parents liked veggie pizza and it was a veggie so between all the five pizzas there was stuff that I would eat, mm-hmm. but I had this empty tin and I went and took literally a quarter of each of the, you know, several slices from each one and made my own extra large. Pizza, yeah. And then I got a big, like a bowl of ranch. And I just, that's like, so I, 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 I was like a dog with a bone that yeah. hadn't eaten in days. And yeah. I'm just like, stay away from me. I didn't even, I'm just like dipping it in there and just like, you know, and I'm like, Oh, this is so good. So I had an extra large piece, but God knows what the calories were on it. And then like a couple hours later, I was hungry again. And I'm like, you know, going through the Taco Bell or it was like the, some kind of taco place, um, drive through across from the hotel mm. in LA. And I was like, all right, I'm done. And then I gained 15 pounds. I'm like, you usually don't recommend pizza. Pizza's like the, the cheat meal Dude, you say no is, to. That's yeah, a long time ago. Well, yes, there's m- multiple reasons, but I'll, I'll mention them again. Yeah. Again, I was 148 pounds. Yeah. Right. So I went up to 165 pounds. Um, 
I gained 15 to 18 pounds mm-hmm. in less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But you have people that gain 20, 30, you know, pounds. I gained 22. Well, and then you add in PEDs that mm-hmm. make your body, you know, or diuretics, diuretics that can make your body rebound really, really uh, massively. And what happens is your blood pressure just absolutely just gets pummeled. So even for me being lifetime drug free, natural bodybuilder wasn't the healthiest choice. I mean, again, makes you feels like your body's just your, your heart's just pounding because it's got to digest all this food and your body just, your, te- your core temperatures through the roof. Cause you, now you're going with all these extra calories. So you're just sweating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the um, sweat. yeah, the meat sweats. <laughs> the meat sweats will get yeah. you, man. <laughs> and so you go, you're going off of that end. And, I didn't gain, believe it or not, that much. Um, I didn't lose that much conditioning. I mean, I got a little watery, but it was just I'm like, full. oh, full. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, I look good. Should look like I, this? Should get like this on the <laughs> show, right? That's what everybody says, right? That's why everyone goes, oh, if I had a burger, I'd exactly. look really, really good. Seabum's still trying to get me to give him a burger, like do the whole prep with burger. He said, he said if you're really good, just, just carve me up with all burgers. Yeah. He's like, that's how I know you're really good. <laughs> who said to me the other day it's a good challenge yeah he said that to me in Pittsburgh. Yeah, i'm sure that's gonna happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what one thing that i definitely always always tell people do not when you go out and have sushi you have all these things and your ankle starts to swell up and everything else that's just destroying your system it's destroying your kidneys your blood pressure is going through the roof and those microtubules are just exploding inside of you because it's going to cause long-term damage and if you are going to have a cheat meal, I normally recommend not going crazy like that, making sure like a burger's fine, just making sure. And again, if you have a predisposition for high blood pressure or any of these things, those are things that you really got to be careful of because you're going to have it because you're just restricting water or you're taking diuretics and then you're turning around and then you're just going crazy with drinking tons of water with sodium. So your body's just going to attract all of that. And then your weight jumps up and your blood pressure jumps up. And then that's what really causes an unhealthy environment in your body. So, you know, when you are doing that and you guys are natural, you're less likely to after the show, but you still got to be careful too. It tastes mm-hmm. good. Natural. So, oh, I was say absolutely. That. And the worst thing is actually <laughs> drinking alcohol because that also creates more diuresis. So you're basically, that diuretic effect is continued. So if you've cut your water back or you're taking diuretics because of the fact that you're, you know, let's say you're not clean and you're just doing a, you know, a, a regular show of some sort, and then you're taking something, then your body's going to rebound even more. So drinking alcohol can, can end up getting you in the hospital. So that's why you don't do it the night of the show. Mm-hmm. Or if you do, and you know what you're doing, normally you're really making sure that you're, you're hydrating properly. So, um, again, you guys are 19 and 20, so you've obviously never had a sip of alcohol. Ever, never, never, ever. Okay. They're never illegal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all answered that question way too fast. No, 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 never. So never, never again, guys, I really appreciate the time. I love the fact that you guys are working out together. Um, I, I really like the fact that you guys are going to create this, uh, challenge challenge. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you guys have any questions? No, no questions. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was your first podcast, Matt? Great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it's great being here for you guys being here. And uh, we really enjoyed it. So for those of you that are watching this um, on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, comment below. It helps the algorithm. So, and make sure you do not forget to share. And for those of you that are listening to this on your commute and you're on Spotify or you're downloading it on one of the platforms, make sure if you're wanting to go in there, on the YouTube page and being able to uh, comment, it really helps out the algorithm as well. So again, 
Hani Rambod. I'm here with Austin and the boys, and that's the truth.